You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's podcast is part three of three, entitled, Why Did Jesus Have to Die? He spoke this word openly. Jesus is teaching his disciples here long before it's time. He spoke this word openly and Peter took him aside and he began to rebuke him. Listen, Jesus, you're our leader. You can't leave. We're going to set you up on the throne and you're going to be our king. Now, you have to remember the Jewish people were held captive by the Romans for years under captivity. God had given them under the Roman uh, control and authority. And they thought this Jesus was going to come and set up throne and he was going to, they were going to become their own nation again. Out from under the authority. What did Jesus say? Verse 33, and when he had turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter saying, get behind me, Satan. Now look at the next words. Pay close attention. For you're not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Boy, I am guilty of that myself. I quickly make my, own, my, my decisions based on what seems right. What are you talking about, Jesus? You're our leader. You can't die. Shut up, Peter. You're looking at it from man's standpoint, but God has another plan here. Wake up and listen, because I want you to get it. I'm going to die, but in three days I'm going to rise again. Hebrews chapter 2. Look at Hebrews chapter 2. We're just going to look at these scriptures really quick here. Is it warm in here? Are you guys warm? Nobody's warm? Okay. Just me. Hebrews chapter 2. A little bit hard to find maybe, but I want you to go to uh, verse number 9 through 15. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God, do what, Sam? My taste death might taste death for how many people? Everyone. Everyone. You mean even the lost people? Yes. Jesus came and died to death for all people. Verse 10. For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things. In other words, it was fitting for the creator of the universe in bringing many sons and daughters to glory. Doesn't say daughters, but it includes you ladies. 
It was fitting for the creator of the world to come down here and die on the cross so that he could bring many sons, many men and women and children to the kingdom of God for all eternity. That's why he did it. Look at verse number 14. Jump down to verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death Jesus might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who brought fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You know what? The day Jesus rose from the dead, he rose with the keys of death in his hand. They were no longer in Satan's hands. He took, he took spiritual death back under his control. Satan had taken it in the Garden of Eden hundreds, even thousands of years before this. But on this day, on Easter Day, on Resurrection Day, Jesus took those keys back. And today... He not only showed us that it's possible to be resurrected from the dead, but when you die, He will raise you up too, because He is over death. First Peter, uh, no, go to uh, go to second. No, go to Romans chapter five. We're going to be done. I'm just going to read a couple more scriptures. You're turning to Romans chapter five. But I want to read a couple of scriptures. In 1 Peter chapter 3 it says, For Christ has also once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. Mark chapter 10 says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You know what he's saying when it says he gave his life for a ransom to many, he's simply saying that he, he uh, it says Christ gave his life in exchange or as a substitute for us. Matthew 26, 27 says, Then he took the cup and he gave thanks and gave it to them saying, Drink from it all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission or the removal of sins. Listen to these verses. 2 Corinthians, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. There's a thing going around. Sam, you have the book up there. I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the book. But they're making a movie too. And they're saying that Jesus was a, had a prostitute. And Jesus had children. And they're trying to prove all this chunk. Huh? That's it right there. Oh, you read it. So give us a little bit of a... What do you, what do you think of it? It was a good book, but I don't believe what it said. And the storyline was good. Mm -hmm. But it's basically this hidden thing where um, it had a bunch of clues in all of Da Vinci's work that showed wh uh, where all these this stuff was and these books that they wouldn't let in the Bible and other people wrote that proved that um, Jesus married Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. and they had a child, that she was pregnant when he got crucified. All kinds of stuff like that. And it actually had, uh, one of the characters in the book was actually a descendant from Jesus. 
It's scary, but it's not. Do you know how you know how they teach a person to know whether a twenty dollar bill is fake or not? They don't teach them, they don't throw a bunch of fake ones out there and says, now study that fake twenty dollar bill until you know what they look like. You know what? Yeah, they show them the good ones. Get to know the good ones so well that when the bad one comes through, you'll know immediately it's a fake. And that's what I want to tell you today. Get to know this word so well that when a book like that comes along, Nikki, you know right away, hey, it don't line up with the word of God. It can't be from God. It can't be right. But we're... We're struggling in the area of getting to know the word like we should. But you know why I know that isn't right, ain't true? Because the Bible says there was no sin in him. And so right away I don't have to know anything more. I know Jesus did not get married or did not hang around a prostitute. I just know that. You don't have to explain anymore. I just know that. Okay, Romans chapter 5. We're going to look at this verse and we're done. Romans chapter 5, look at verse 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Good stuff, okay? It's amazing when you look at this, those religious men grabbed Jesus and took him to the cross and they thought that was going to be the end of him. Even Satan thought maybe I'll get lucky. But God was behind it and it went just the way God wanted it to go. And we have more to be thankful for today than you and I can ever fathom in our minds. Amen. We cannot possibly comprehend. If you're saved this morning, man, you're on your way to heaven. You've got eternal life. We have so, if that's the only thing we have. Levi, you can't pay your bills, but you have eternal life. You got it all. You got it all. I mean, well, we should be the happiest crowd on earth. And yet, I think sometimes we're the saddest. Walk around like we got pickles in our mouths. I don't think I want a pickle in my mouth. I'll just do my thing. I need go to let them go to church. I'll sleep in. I don't like walking around with frown on my mouth. We need to be excited. And you know what else we need to do? We need to go tell people. We need to invite them here. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Lord, thank you. I, I can't even in words, put in words how thankful I am. And we are that you came and died. You left all the splendor and all the glory and the goodness and the holiness and the perfection of heaven and you came right down here on this earth and you became one of us and you lived in diseases you lived in sin practices and 
And God, you saw it all. You, you were touched by all of the sicknesses of this world. And then you went to the cross without any sin on yourself so that we could be saved. Thank you for that. Before I, we raise our heads, our eyes are closed, our heads are bowed. Maybe somebody in here doesn't know Jesus as your Savior. And if you died today, you don't know that you would go to heaven. But you would like to know that. Would you raise your hand? Would you be honest? I don't know that if I died, I would go to heaven. I really don't know that for sure. I, I, I really have doubts. Well, maybe those doubts are there for a reason. Maybe you need to just raise your hand this morning and say, Joe, pray for me. That's all I'll do. Would you just raise your hand? Joe, I don't know if I'm saved. I'm, I have doubts. But I want to know. I want to nail this thing down. I want to know if I'm going to heaven. Here's my hand. Pray for me. Lord, thank you for everyone here. Give us a great time of fellowship. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.